Hello, beautiful. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Wake of the Umaras. Um, as you can hear, it sounds a little bit different. Um, that's because I'm recording in my living room, laying on the couch. So it might sound a little bit different than you used to. Um, let's go into the episode. Hello. Uh, I can put you down. But, uh, today, it is, um, Sunday night. Sunday, Saturday, Sunday night. And, uh, I was planning to put an episode earlier, like Wednesday or something, but unfortunately I got sick, yeah, Uh, right after I announced uh, last Sunday during the stream that I would have you another episode, um, I got the next day, I woke up the sore with one of the sore throats I've had with a headache pounding and uh, my bed was like completely sweaty um, and that was in the morning like three o'clock I woke up I felt miserable You could say it was COVID. That's what you could say. But I was tested like a week before or a week before that even. And uh, that was the result was negative. So, but I know why I got it. My little nephew got sick. Um, was sick, was sick the week before. And as you know, we spend a lot of time together, my immediate family. So if especially when you are with your family, you have such a immediate family, what we call Hazin, you n- might not have the child. So this is the child of my sister and my brother-in-law. I mean, my brother, I can't say in-law, but my brother. Um, and because we are so close with each other, it's like the little boy is my own child. Because if he gets sick, I get sick. And it's not the first time. Because I think in the spring or something like that too, he was sick. I got sick. So I felt miserable. Uh, Going back to where I wanted to say, um, I felt so miserable, but I had to work. Nobody can can do my job. Not in these conditions, and I had other people getting sick and taking days off and 
and some other situations that required my attention. It was a tough week last week. <laughs> was it? I I still don't feel one hundred. I still don't feel one hundred. <coughs> but I feel much better and much energetic, more energetic. Um, and the weather is not really like great at the moment. It's like raining outside, like heavily. I mean, it's. Like autumn, so I suppose it has to happen, right? And we go into the rigid transition of winter. Today I'm recording from the couch, not from the bed. Normally I always find me on the bed. I just felt like it today. I didn't feel like laying in bed. Like I said, I, I the moment I got off work, um, I spent the rest of the day in bed, taking a shower, going into bed, and sleep. Well, I'm lying. Going on TikTok and going to sleep. That's kind of the only thing I did when I had so much to do uh, privately. I just postponed everything. Tomorrow, um, if you're listening to this, it might be yesterday. I don't. I'm not sure when I'm gonna publish this. Um, I have to write the adventure again. <laughs> it's really Saturday. I don't know if you hear that. Like students going out. That brings me to another thing. This whole going out thing, coming back, because I think they all have to come back now. They, they still can go. As you know, uh, in the Netherlands, they changed the rules. They opened up a little bit, but the nightlife has, still has to close at 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. Doesn't prevent people from parties at home but my my, my thing uh, what I wanted to say was um, it's 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 all changed um, the whole dynamics and the whole new situation new guidelines of This is the perfect moment. My mother, we're gonna diverge a little bit. My mother, she loves fall. And I, I don't know. Uh, because for me, fall was always a very difficult It was my, um, as you know, um, I am very sensitive to depression. Um, you fight your battles every day. Some days are good and some days are not so good. 
and fall and spring are very difficult periods, fighting off your own depression. And since I am kind of leaning towards depression, my mom, her favorite season is the fall, autumn. She really glows when she's outside and hears the leaves and hears leaves falling down. I mean, not like literally hearing them fall down, but I mean, seeing the leaves fall down and hearing the, the crisp sound of falling leaves, of leaves that are being blown out of uh, uh, the trees. But also the wind that rages occasionally. The change in colors, it's what, what she really is excited about. And, you know, the uh, acorns and the you call those things the other things that fall are ca uh, um, chestnuts falling off the trees you know that brought me unfortunately to and this coming back to me you know getting depressed easily. I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid that when I lose my mom because of rage or because of disease, I have an extra tough time during the fall. I dread the day. I dread the day that she not with us anymore and then autumn will become a very difficult very difficult period again because it, it will remind me of her I love my mom like most people do. But if she has been your savior during your depressed times, it's going to be extra hard to lose her. I have difficulty right now not crying. It's that deep. I think one of the reasons that I, since I am now doing her job, I replaced her after her pension. Um, and I have the car. I've, tr I've tried to spend every every weekdays with her.
Something I've never thought about is losing her. And it starts now. <laughs> it starts that I am afraid to lose her. I've gotten to the point that thinking that she was invincible to the point to to the switch thinking that she is now vulnerable I I don't know I, I don't know If you're younger and you listen to this you're like you can't fathom your mom being gone right now Unless, of course, you live in a country where risks are way, way higher. Where life can just kill you whenever. I understand that. That's a different situation. But if you live in the Western world, at least in the Netherlands, you, as a child, you being 20, you being 12, Someone important, a mother figure, and does, and a mother figure doesn't have to be a female. It can be a male or something else. If that mother figure uh, is strong, has always been f there for you, has always helped you out. You don't think that you'll ever lose her. Now you're... I'll be 40 next year. This year I became 39. And... I, s I now realize that the time is there. The time is there that anything might happen right now and I might lose one of my parents. One might get sick. One, one might get a disease. And they might not rec recover. Like I said, I've never been scared that I would lose my parents. I, let me put it this way, with full respects, I realize that I live in a situation where I had the luxury not to think about losing your parents. I had that luxury. And so it, it now hits me. <laughs> it now hits me that this can happen. And it's going to be most probably more natural. 
But as a child, you don't want to lose your parents. No matter what your age is. I know, it's, it's a very dark message now. But this is what I realized when I was... I was eating with mom, and she talked about her grandchild. Uh, Jafe was, that's my baby nephew. It was, it was, was, yeah. He hurt himself, and he didn't feel well. And she went outside and after the cuddles and he started playing again. She went out outside and she kept saying, this is my favorite season. still prone to depression. And this is the season that is going to be very tough if she's gone. It's not that I don't don't love my dad. It's gotta be different. I think in my dad's case, I'll be reminded every time I see a ship sailing by on a canal, transporting goods. Like I said, I know this is not the best message. That's, um, it's, it's, it's what I was thinking this week and about what I was confronted with this week. And, of course, you can say, okay, you were sick, you didn't feel all right, or if when you're sick, you feel vulnerable, and that is also true. That's also true. I, I don't know. I'm saying I don't know. I don't know what I can do to... think this way. I stop thinking about it. <laughs> That's easier done than easier said than done. <laughs> I wish I had a, a more positive message. Maybe I'll think of something. <laughs> Um, I do know that 
while trying to get to sleep and thinking about stuff in life. And I was really, I was really thinking about something. I was deeply thinking about something, really deeply thinking about something. Um, some might know that last stream I wore a do-rag, um, and that's because I have psoriasis. For those who don't know, it's a skin condition that is, um, uh, I think in English you call it calcification. Um, and I, I think I, I talked about it last week too. And this time, um, I was specifically thinking about dating and the chances that I won't be able to date anybody else. Intimacy is like, like gone, I suppose. Because I don't feel secure about my skin. I don't feel comfortable with with my skin. Um, I don't feel I feel embarrassed and to show it off. I mean, I do sometimes because I can't deny it. It's not I'm not willing to go short, uh, long sleeve because. I still want to be short sleeve. It's on my arms and it's on my back and it's on my legs. I saw a couple of pictures of me from just a year ago. That made me cry. Not physically, not mentally, it made me cry. It made me cry so much. It hurt inside. And it... It just made dating even more difficult than I already have. Difficulty dating. Even just simple hookups, it's gonna be, it's already not really my thing, but it, I can't even get that anymore. <laughs> to the point that I'm wearing a do-rag, it's the psoriasis is also in my hair. On my scalp and on my and on my front uh, forehead. That's what I was looking for that word. So at night, when I put my face in cream and my hair in lotion, uh, at least it's not you know smearing all over my my pillows. 
Like I said last time, it hurts that you have this problem. And it's even worse that, you, that there is no cure for it. There's relief, but there's no cure. And you might think, yeah, but does this not make it worse? Yeah, but if you don't talk about it, it leads to internal stress, which is one of the causes in my case. And then it gets worse because you don't talk about the problems. So it kind of forces me to talk about my problems with anybody, just in the open, like on a podcast. Today I was looking in the mirror before I put my do-rag on and said it's not fair. I've been living in depression for what, 20 years. I finally felt good about myself. And then this. not fair. But being in the mindset of today, I do realize that you could consider this also a, um, a first world problem, if you can still say that, or luxury problem. there are a lot of people that have it worse it's it i'm not saying that to invalidate my feelings i'm just saying that to put it in perspective in a respectful you know conscious and conscientious conscientious perspective yeah there are people that have it worse there are people that are fighting for their lives because of persecution, because of war. I wanted to put that in a full context. But in my life at the moment, this is not fair. If you just zoom into me, I feel that this is so unfair. And there's nothing I can do about it. I wish there was something, but at the same time, it's one of those things I have to deal with, I guess. It's one of the things that I just have to 
find a coping mechanism for him. I'm still alive. I can say that. I'm still alive. There is, there is in that sense, um, I suppose a certain fairness that with the luxury that I have, that you know, you can have a little bit of challenging something in life. Even then, I'm like, no, this is not fair. Like I said, it's it's already difficult to find to find a date, and there are people that I like. There are people that I would like to date, and there are people unavailable, either because they are in a relationship or. Because they live far away. I don't know, man. I don't know at the moment. And of course, it's part of the depression, uh, which I'm now conscious of. So I can, I can, I can uh, try to mitigate it that I won't fall into it. But currently, I'm like, how, how, how am I going to fight this? There's another strike against me, dating people. And how do you mitigate that? Not come off depressed or sad or as a victim because you know that's basically what that's basically what it comes across if you talk about it too much or if you say something offhand How do you mitigate that? And how do I mitigate it for myself? How do I keep my sad feelings under control? I can keep them control when I'm happy or feel. But if there's anything like um, if something negative happens and in Dutch there's a word for it that I at the moment, I don't know what the English word for it is. How can I get another strike for dating? I don't date 
because I feel that everybody is just hooking up. So I don't want to date because of that. Uh, but because everybody wants to hook up, it's not something that I'm looking for. <laughs> I don't feel like I... I'm also Asian, so you don't always get the attention that you want. Or don't get attention from someone who you do, you, you do want. And the only thing I can work on at the moment is me being overweight. Maybe that is the answer. I just don't want to. I'm just too lazy at the moment. Maybe that's the only thing I can work on. Losing weight. Because all the other stuff. It, it comes across as so pointless at the same time. <laughs> if I would want, want to lose weight. How did I end up in this? Okay, I'm, I'm just going to continue. If I end up in being lightweight or lighter weight, like from what I'm, I think I'm, I'm now 80 kilos and go back to 60 kilos, which is not possible. I've read a couple of things about it. Like at this age, you won't be able to, you're always going to be 10 kilos heavier than your youth, your, your uh, teenage weight or not your teenage, your puberty and your young adult weight. That means that I would be like 70. Even if I go back 10 kilos. Even if I go back 10 kilos. Even if I would bulk up and become like condensed strength. It doesn't negate anything I feel right now about my skin. It doesn't negate anything that, that I'm Asian. It's like, I can't win. That's, comes, that's how it comes across. Even if I would do all those types of things, lose weight, change my food pattern, change my life pattern, getting a different type of schedule, I feel that I would still lose. On the health side, I might win. But you can be healthy alone. But it doesn't make you... At least... I feel that it won't make me a full person. It makes me a person. But it makes me a single person. And now... Oh, wait. Now it comes across like I want to... I want to feel whole with a person. Like, no. I explained this wrong. I don't feel... I feel very broken. And I don't want to feel broken again. Or... I don't want to feel still broken. Even though I would put all the effort in and all the exercise and things.
the thing that I really didn't like about my surroundings already changed because I was not happy at the job that I had. So I changed that. I had the opportunity to change that. So And I took my mom's job. I, I told before I told that thing before that I think it was like two podcasts ago. I said I knew in advance that I would come back to my former home and get a job there. I knew that. I knew that from the beginning. So I did I was not surprised by that. So going back to where I'm my point. So I've changed my environment in that sense that I found the situation I was in. I'm now in a better situation. And I'm happy for that. I'm glad. But I don't feel happy about my body. And it's not the weight, it's the skin. That doesn't change. That won't change in the current, um, with the current knowledge and the current medicine around the skin problem. There is no cure. So I have to be conscious of this skin problem all the time for the rest of my life. And now I'm going to say, I am 40. I'm going to be 40. I still have 40 years to go. At least 40 years to go. said I don't know anymore at the moment I don't know how I have to mitigate this whole problem that is influencing everything else I can fight my own depression but it's I just don't have an answer It's, it's part of me now, but it's something I don't want to be part of me. I can surround with people who love me. Yeah, of course. And I do every day, every, every working day. But it won't still make me not have a relationship. I use a double negative? I think I use a double negative. What I mean is, it's still... My relationship status won't change because of this. That's what I meant. 
and I can act confident, and I can act this, and I can act that. I can flaunt money that I don't have, or flaunt my flaunt a budget that I have. I just feel so. I think I should feel full embarrassment. I think I should feel that. Just to feel it. But the thing is, if you feel embarrassment all the time, it can limit you in everything. I don't want to be embarrassed. I am, but I fake it that I don't. I mean, I wear shorts. Uh, I had shorts because it was at the tail of summer and I still wore shorts. And even though my legs were, <sighs> were fully bloody and crusty, not bloody, but, you know, were crusty and, you know, it wasn't a good sight. I still walk around like nothing is going on. So I, I tried to fake it, but internally, internally, I am that sense. It breaks me. And if somebody, you know, points it out, it like hurts inside. You know what? I want to be angry. <laughs> I want to be angry at someone, but I just, it just makes no no sense. I just want to be angry. No, maybe I should do that. Maybe that helps. Go in one of those. I don't know if they have, if they have that. One of those um, destruction rooms where you just... Just... Get old plates and get old stuff and get an old TV and just, just destroy it, like going full out, like full out destruction mode. I don't know what they call it. It's, uh, let's call it destruction ter therapy. Just at the moment, that's what I feel that I need. I need to let go of that aggression, the anger that I have. I can't be angry at people. I'm just... <sighs> I just want to love someone else. And you know, the annoying thing is I've been crazy about someone for years. years and I thought I, f I forgot about him I met someone else and I fell in love with him too and I say too because for some reason I it all lingers I think I just need you know being traumatized from my past um, 
awesome, loved him too, but, you know, he lives in Brazil, and I can't, you know, be with him. And... It's just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm saying it again, just because I don't really know. I really... And I can't talk to my best friend about this. Not because he's not my best friend, best friend. But just because... He just doesn't understand. I've, I've explained this to him before, and he just doesn't understand. Or maybe he does. But maybe he protects himself. Which is also a possibility... From, from that what he felt himself because I know a story from him um, that is kind of similar <laughs> I mean if I look in, into this year 2021 I fell in love with three people now I was in love with three people one was just a, a, a mix up and confusion another one was more like um, a long standing crush and the other one was a, a fling and it was an intellectual fling like my sapiosexual brain was totally in love with him. Because he's very smart. He's totally not the type that I'm looking for, but he is, he, my sexual, my sapiosexual brain really liked him. And kind of still likes him. But, you know, you try to forget them. Because. COVID. But I have to be honest. If, if I still had the job that I had. I would have not seen him again. Because I didn't have fi the financial means to do it. Not even the financial possibility to do it. I might have that chance now. I might have that chance now. Uh, financially, I mean. Uh, I might not also not have that chance. Because my car is going to be more expensive than last time. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a new work car. Very nice. It's a luxury to be able to pick a new car, but, but still, it will set me back, I think, financially. Yeah. It will set me back. 
We'll see. I don't know yet. I think I I think I expect the the uh, the part that you have to pay to get the company car. Because here in the middle you pay a portion uh to use the car. Uh, uh on your uh, on your own in your own uh, in your own time. Um it's um it's really a thing, but it it's it's an electric car, so I'll be driving electric, and that's great. I mean, that's really great, especially now with the new gas prices. And I'm in in the Netherlands, gasoline is, is has been taxed higher. That's always normal. That's been like that since kind of the beginning of. Of uh, of uh, uh, of cars, <laughs> we we get taxed a lot, but now it's now one eighty three. Uh, no, I think I I've even heard now the two euro mark has been passed for gasoline per liter, and I think that is like almost three bucks a uh, three dollars a gallon uh, it's it's uh, I hope that we make enough power with our solar panels on everybody's roofs and windmills that we can keep up with this electrification of, of transport Which brought me, by the way, to a completely dim different something. Um, what about solar flares? Because solar flares can be really bad. Um, for those who don't know, I think certain... If you are not um, a scientist, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't, I'm not sure if I, re if, if I remember this correctly. Solar flares can also create or help create electromagnetic pulses which can shut down everything that is electric and activated that would be a serious problem So that's why I'm, I, 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 I like that I, my new car will be, like, uh, electric. But I'm like, oh no. Oh no. I would have to get the solar news now. Like, the solar, uh, uh, how do you call that? I, like, get a new station called the Solar Winds or something. Because if it's really bad weather and solar flares come this way and 
I mean, not immediately. I'm not saying that's got, that's going to happen like that. But it can get like really um, dangerous. Now, I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm just saying those those are irrational fears that um, that popped in my mind. <laughs> I'm a, well, I don't really believe in that whole horoscope thing, but people say Leos are overthinkers. Yeah, I've been overthinking. That's one of the reasons why I also get depressed. I'm talking too much. <laughs> I, I, I wish I had something more intelligent to say. Even more intelligent to say. My ego speaking. Or more interesting. But yeah, that was it this week. Well, that's kind of my week. Worried about, yeah, my psoriasis. Worrying about my psoriasis and dating. Not feeling understood, being in love with people. And not being able to you know, get to the point that, you know, I'm in a relationship. And about my car. And my new car. And electromagnetic pulses. Or shockwaves. One of those two. I, I can't remember which one is correct. Uh, I've, I've been talking for an hour already. And I think um, this is enough blabbering for the night. Um, I hope you have learned something from my thought process. Um, I'm okay. I'm not doing perfect. I'm okay. Even though what I just said in the last hour can come across like I'm totally depressed and totally like down to drain no 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 I'm not I'm far from that but this is what I wanted to share with you this week um hope you listen to me again next time um and I hope you Find something that makes you happy. I hope you find something that keeps you going on. And if you have questions, or if you want to support what I do, um, go to the Nation of Dice. Our campaign is tomorrow at 7 o'clock Amsterdam time. I say Amsterdam time because at the moment I don't really know. I keep mixing up when it's summer and winter time, so we're gonna have about the switch, so um Amsterdam time. Follow me there with me as DM Sign Gus and Kyle. 
follow their characters. How are they going about life? Well, the last thing I'm going to say is be safe and please take the please take the vaccine. It is not for you. It is for someone else who can't take it. Who's too vulnerable to take the vaccine for themselves. Even though you might die, it is at least not because of you someone else dies. It sounds it sounds very dark. But apparently positive messages people don't listen to. So that's why I said what I said. If you are afraid you get sick, if you are afraid you will end up with something, keep this in mind. If you want to keep a pure soul, make sure that someone else won't die because of COVID. I wish everybody good day, good night, or good morning. And don't uh, see. You've been listening to Weekly Omaro, the companion podcast of the YouTube channel Omaro's Weekly. If you like the content, please consider sponsoring me on patreon.com slash omarosweekly.com.